You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Wednesday, presented, of course, by BetMGM. It is a major week for college football, including Tennessee Jurors. Let's talk about that, the college football rankings with our guy Stucky from the Action Work. He's joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Stucky, welcome back to the show. Uh, first college football playoff rankings, Tennessee, Georgia this week. What would you make? Where, where, where are you thinking with the rankings? And in terms of this game on, on Saturday, who do you think needs this more, right? Because both teams could, could still make it depending on how things play out. But for this game on Saturday, for the playoff, which team needs this one more? Yeah, it's, <clears throat> thanks for having me again. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really pay too much attention to the college football playoff rankings this early. Um, more for talking points. I think a lot of this stuff will work itself out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say Tennessee, um, just because Clemson, you know, this Notre Dame game could really throw a wrench into things. But if Clemson runs the table and you assume Ohio State, Michigan takes the spot, and then it gets really dicey for Tennessee if they don't get to the conference championship game. But if there's a spot among one lost teams that's available of non-conference championships or – you know, if you're going up against, say, a Big 12 champion with one loss, they're going to take Tennessee with that strength of schedule. Uh, I personally uh, think Tennessee needs it, and I really want Tennessee because I might be the only person in the world that has a – I have a – well, not the only person in the world, but I have a 15-1 to 1 <laughs> ticket on them to win the division. So there's a chance that they could lose the division. I lose that ticket, and they win the national title, which would tilt me to no end. Can – I, I know it'll play itself out, but uh, a lot of people focus on the SEC, how many teams they're going to have. What about the Big Ten? You just quickly mentioned Ohio State, Michigan. Do you think Michigan is strong enough that if they're competitive in that game where the Big Ten can have an argument for two? Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening um, because you have you – know, because of Tennessee, pretty much. I, you just look yeah. at that Michigan non-conference schedule and their strength of wins, their strength, strength of victory – you know, they're playing teams like Hawaii and Colorado State. It's going to be really tough to just go and say, hey, look, we beat Penn State and we're competitive against Ohio State, and that's your resume without going to the conference championship game. So I think it's going to be tough for Michigan. They're going to need a lot of things to break their way. Another game um, I'm looking forward to, Alabama at LSU. Um, Nick Saban still has a really good roster when it comes to college football. What are you expecting in this one? The number is 13. 
Yeah, I, this, it's a really interesting game because LSU is trending in the right direction, and you expected some growing pains under Brian Kelly, new regime coming in. There was you know a lot of new pieces, and I, they seem to be trending up. Daniels at quarterback is playing a lot better. They're getting the ball down the field. Seem to be on the same page with his receivers now, which was an issue early on. So the question is, does that continue, or was that more of, hey, we were playing some weaker competition? I do think that this Alabama team has a few holes, right? Their offensive line isn't as strong. They're around like 50th in sack rate, line yards. It's not a dominant offensive line, and they're going up against a very talented LSU defensive line. And there are some holes in the Alabama secondary, particularly that corner, very young there, that LSU, if they're going to continue this aerial attack, maybe can exploit. And Alabama in these spots over the past couple of years with Bryce Young on true road games, they're playing a lot of close games. Five of the seven have been decided by three points or fewer. So I would love to get 14 here. I think Daniel's legs and um, you know his ability to scramble and that LSU offensive line, I think, can, can get some push and, and, and kind of control the line of scrimmage here and get their run game going, which will help. But I, I would really like the uh, 14 in my back pocket. Stucky, the, uh, the Alabama-Georgia game, in terms of line movement, I mean, this thing was over 11. It's come down to, I'm looking at eight and a half right now. What's, what's your read on, on where this is going? Do you think we come down even further? Does it go back up and maybe as the week goes on? What do you think here? It's Georgia right now I'm seeing as an eight and a half point favorite over Tennessee. Yeah, it's a, it'll be a really interesting market. If you go back to the uh, Tennessee-Alabama game, right, you had the entire world on Tennessee and then you got, you know, some, you hear some sharp money and there was some late money late in the week on Alabama. Maybe that happens here with Georgia. Uh, I personally, look, I, I've been higher on this. I mean, there's a reason I bet Tennessee to win the division. I've been higher on Tennessee than the market all year long. I just think that the market's not catching up to how good this offense is. Uh, so I don't know. There's probably still some sharp groups out there that doubt the Tennessee defense that are still very high on Georgia, but I, I can't get there. I mean, I, I like Tennessee, anything over a touchdown with the entire world. It, you know, you keep hearing comparisons to that 2019 LSU team where the market just could never catch up to. You've seen it with some teams in the past, the Alabama teams in the past where the market just never catches up to, and they're just free money. Remember the first tabs every single week. So sometimes there's just teams like this, and then you know, you're going to add in one of the best wide receivers in the country in Cedric Tillman, who should be a full go this week, just making that offense even more dangerous. I mean, this Tennessee offense is on another level. And Tillman is a big game receiver. He had 10 catches for 200 yards against that elite, historic Georgia defense last year. I think he had eight for 160 against Alabama last year, too. So, uh, yeah, look, Georgia does have the defense that can potentially give Tennessee problems. You have to stop them on first down. You have to play aggressive man. But I just, if you look at the Georgia resume, okay, we had questions about the defense coming into the year. And, I, you know, the first game against Oregon, it's like, all right, it's Oregon's first game. There's a lot of familiarity there. Weird things happen. Since then, it's not been – I mean, Rich, Anthony Richardson threw for 300 yards last week. They're in a dogfight with Missouri. Kent State was way closer than I thought. There's red zone issues for this Georgia team, too, which could rear 
their ugly head against Tennessee because Tennessee plays more of a bend-don't-break defense. But, yeah, I just think this Tennessee offense is on another level and the market hasn't caught up. Could be wrong, but that, where, as far as where the line goes, I don't know. I don't think it'll ever hit seven. Um, and then I don't, I don't know. I think it's probably going to float in between – you know, seven and 10 all week. If it ever does hit seven, I'm sure it'll get popped right away. And then the same thing if it ever got back to double digits. But I personally like Tennessee along with the rest of the world. What about uh, Saturday night in South Bend? You've got uh, Clemson, the road favorite. Uh, Bet MGM has it at four. Most of the market at three and a half. It, it bumped up initially. But, uh, man, I, Notre Dame has not covered a game this year at home. Drew Pine is uh, brutal. Uh, where do you sit on this one? Yeah, this is, it's a tough game. I, I, my numbers say to play Notre Dame at four or above. I, I, cause I'm personally not sold on Clemson. I'm not sold on their quarterback play. I know everyone has said, you know, DJU is back and I, I just don't see it. They've been very fortunate on late downs and the defense just to me isn't as dominant as it was supposed to be, especially the defensive line. If you start digging in to some of the advanced metrics, I know they've dealt with some injuries, but you can get this defense at times. Is Notre Dame the offense to do it? I'm not sure. Notre Dame is a very bizarre team. Uh, they're very young. It's probably a team that you want to back as a dog. Never go near them as a favorite. So I think Clemson is right to be picked off. My um, numbers say to play at four or above. Uh, it's certainly scary, but I do think Clemson is vulnerable. I mean, look, they've, they've stolen a bunch of one-possession wins against, you know, some questionable ACC teams. I, this this one, uh, it, it's, to me, my gut says they're going to lose, but then you start to say, okay, what is the path? It's like, all right, well, Michael Meyer has to have like 17 catches, but uh, I'm I'm low on, on this Clemson team. I think they're they're pretty overrated, and I hope that there's – I'll be a big Notre Dame fan on Saturday night just because I don't want to see this Clemson team in the cultural playoff only because I truly believe they don't have the upside to compete with the, you know, upper echelon, especially on their offense. You know, they're not going to be able to keep up with an Ohio State. And I'd rather see, you know, a team like Tennessee get in there than Clemson, who, who still – look, it's November. They still don't know their quarterback is on a week-to-week basis. What about the Heisman market? Um, we were looking at where there might still be some value. Uh, Stroud, the favorite, followed by Hooker. Um, you can find Bryce Young at 40-1 to 1 still. Is there anyone that has some value in this market? Yeah, I mean, that's probably the only name that you would look at, especially if, like, Hooker goes down this weekend. Because if Hooker goes – if Hooker wins – if Tennessee wins this game, it's going to be, okay, it's Hooker, or if he falls down the stretch, then it's Stroud. But if Hooker goes down, the only thing that, the, you know, Bryce Young, that 40-1 to 1 number, will have value, especially he's going to have some opportunities against marquee opponents late in the year to make an impression on Heisman voters. I, I'm a Heisman voter myself. I will say, though, and I'm, I won't do this, but uh, as a group, historically, there's, there's Heisman fatigue, right? So like, it's hard to win the Heisman twice in a row because everyone wants you know, a new Heisman winner. So that's really working against them. But at a price of 40 to 1, um, you know, one of the favorites is a underdog here this weekend. And you know, Young is going to have some opportunities against key opponents to put up some big numbers and then also, you know, make sure that that's fresh in the mind of voters. 
We're talking to Stucky here on the Action Network College Football Big Weekend here with, uh, I mean, Tennessee and Georgia, the biggest game on the slate. Stucky, among games we haven't touched on yet, give us a couple plays you like. Favorite plays for this weekend, games we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, one of my favorite plays on the board is uh, Auburn plus 13, plus 13 and a half against Mississippi State. You, this is the latest team that's <clears throat> fired their coach and has an interim coach in there in Cadillac Williams. I think besides Nebraska, all five or six teams have, I think, not only covered, but won. I mean, you had Charlotte went outright last week. You had Georgia Tech went outright as like a 24-point dog at Pitt. Colorado went outright as a two-touchdown dog. And the list goes on and on. These teams have been rejuvenated. You also get a new, you know, some new looks, some new wrinkles. Last week, Charlotte, like, on surprise onside kick, all kinds of trick plays. Um, and then you just get, like, a, a kind of a morale boost. And also, generally speaking, when a team fires its coach, it's, there's a good chance they're probably at the bottom of the market and you're buying low on that team. More importantly for this particular game, I think it's a great matchup for Auburn. Auburn's run defense has been horrendous. Teams are just running it down their throat. I, I think, like, against expectation, they're the second most run-on team in the country. Well, Mississippi State doesn't run the ball at all. On the other side of the ball, Auburn can't really throw it. Mississippi State's secondary and pass defense have been great. Their run defense has been extremely vulnerable. So Auburn can lean on its run game here. I think there's plus matchups on both sides of the ball. And then historically, a leech air raid offense off of a bye extended rest has really struggled it really throws the air he talks about it a lot throws the air rate off rhythm off timing last two years at mississippi state i think they've scored zero zero ten and nine points off of extended rest tonight are you going to be more uh, locked another, in uh, no yeah go ahead go ahead i was just going to say uh memphis too memphis is a home dog up over a field goal i'd throw that out there as well i think it's a good matchup for their defense and a good spot in general for a team that's just been extremely unlucky. Um, but go ahead. All right, cool. Uh, tonight, Maction or uh, World Series? You'll probably bet both, but what are you going to be more locked in on? Uh, I mean, I'm from Philly, so probably the World uh, Series. Um, I don't have, I don't have uh, a bet yet. I'm waiting on some injury news in the MAC, but if, as of right now, it looks like Rocky Lombardi is probably going to be back judging from the line. And I would look at both favorites tonight. The, I mean, especially I would, anytime you can fade this Western Michigan team the rest of the year, I, I think it's going to be a good bet. They are completely lost on offense after losing their star quarterback and receiver and a couple key offensive linemen. They're down to their true freshman backup, who I think went 13 of 33 for 120 yards in his first start. They just can't move the ball. Uh, they have major issues. Same with Central Michigan. Central Michigan is a team that, you know, and they still have the same quarterback. They have the leading rushers dealing with some injuries from last year in the nation coming back, and their offense has fallen off a cliff. The reason is, you know, they lost their top three receivers, but their offensive line has fallen to pieces. Uh, you, you had, they had two tackles get drafted in the first three rounds of the NFL draft. When do you ever see a MAC team have two tackles get drafted in the first three rounds and they replaced them with two freshmen, one a converted tight end. They can't block anyone now, and it has completely crippled their offense. So both of those teams I don't mind fading because they just they can't move the ball because they can't block anybody. Yeah, they can't. 
Saki, we appreciate it, man. Always appreciate hopping on. Enjoy the World Series tonight. Enjoy this weekend of college football. There was Stucky on the GetMyPhoenix.com. Guest on the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Yeah, it is a major week in college football. We'll have uh, more on that as the week goes along. Coming up next, season-long stat leaders in the NFL and potentially big news coming out of the NFL this morning. We'll bring that to you next as well right here on the Beck UL Network.